pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 161 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be going over the new changes to Heroes vs. Villains, Kamino, and Capital Supremacy, and your thoughts on the new changes. Let's get started. Before we get into our thoughts, let's go into the actual changes. So Kamino is now in Capital Supremacy, as well as some changes to Heroes vs. Villains. And those changes are switching up the targeting system into basically blast with heroes and villains. It released with 25. The first to get to 25 kills wins, and now they've raised it to 50. Another change that they've made for the game is an increase to the level cap. So this means, so instead of blocking you off at 40, they they go all the way up to 1,000, and that's just basically a... I've been playing this character for a certain amount of time. I know what I'm doing, kind of thing. There is no advantage to getting to level 1000. It's just a a visual thing. So you could level up your Kylo Ren, for example, all the way up to level 1000. And that goes for all of the classes and heroes. And each subsequent level after you get to the max rank is 25,000 XP. Why can't they just make it like 100? Because 1000 is even better. With that mentality, what about 10,000? I don't know. That's, uh be interesting to see why they did not do that something that i really wished and i I believe it was um as a true has said this uh, previously as well is that they would have skins tied to certain levels i mean that was something that was really popular in battlefront 2015 is when you reached rank 50 you were able to purchase a specific skin and then everyone knew that you were at that level yeah because right now what's the point i mean once you got your max star cards there's no point in being a thousand Mm-hmm. It just shows you that you've wasted a lot of your life on that character. That's a that's a quite the positive way to look at that. So. I mean, if there was a Chancellor Palpatine skin for one thousand, guess who would get to one thousand first? This guy here. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I'm very happy that they changed: appearance bundles are now moved to the collection screen. Crystal prices have been reduced and credit prices have been removed. I'm not I'm not too keen on you have to buy them with crystals but i am happy that they are no longer in the daily crate section so you can't accidentally say uh, waste 60,000 credits um on a skin pack you did not mean to did this happen to friend sage yeah a very close friend of mine does his name also start or base is his name sage as well yes okay <laughs> Yeah. We would have 140,000 credits if it wasn't for you. I know, Sam. Thank you for making me feel wonderful inside. We've also got some changes to the heroes and villains. Boba Fett has actually gotten a buff. Uh, His base health has been increased from 550 to 600. And then they uh, increased the health regeneration from 150 to 200. And they replaced, replaced Boba Fett's reticle for... Uh, reticle with a dot added a yellow circle when using the ability for the hunt they've increased luke skywalker's base damage from 120 to 130 for yoda they've increased sprint speed to be consistent with other lightsaber heroes community request uh, yoda's dash attack now bypasses blocks hallelujah 
Chewbacca has also received a base health increase from 650 to 700. And then as well as Boba Fett, uh, his health regeneration has been increased from 150 to 200. Finn's damage for his EL-16 base damage is uh, increased from 45 to 52. And all of his damage has been increased. And I've definitely been noticing that because he, he's a lot better right now. He is. I, I almost took down Anakin with him. Darth Vader. I mean, he still has one of the most broken moves in the game, just aimbot. <laughs> Captain Phasma also has a buff. Uh, all of their all of her damage has been increased. Also noticed this with Phasma as well. She she's actually pretty good now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that they're showing some love for the uh, blaster users, especially like Finn and Phasma have really been the the yeah. stepchild, the, the stepchildren of the the game up and, until now. Yeah, Aiden was definitely one of the best for. Her health was a little weak, but the damage she dealt and her stun ability really helped her out. Uh, she's just so annoying playing against. General Grievous as well has some changes. The time between damages for Grievous's unrelenting advance was decreased from 0.5 seconds to 0.45 seconds. Wow. And then damage per second was increased by 10%. And then they fixed an issue where unrelenting advance wouldn't register if the player wasn't very close to the target. Darth Vader. Decreased Darth Vader's stamina regeneration delay from 3 seconds to 2.25. Damage inflicted to Darth Vader during the Force Choke ability is now reduced by 90%, and they increased Vader's base damage from 120 to 130. That's insane. This is one character they do not need a buff, in all honesty. (laughs) Yeah, consistently he has been a very good character. Yeah, he's been good since launch. They haven't really messed with him all that much, and when they have, it hasn't really affected overall what he does as a a character. And this is kind of an Anakin-esque-like ability, because when Anakin does his one, his middle card, he he doesn't really take damage. Yeah, it's very much reduced. This is pretty cool, but, I mean, he's going to be even more broken. Which, the villains do need that when they're playing heroes versus villains against a team with Anakin, because every team that I've gone against... Anakin's on the opposite team. Because why wouldn't you? They fixed a visual issue where Darth Vader, Darth Maul's uh, furious throw would yield an invisible lightsaber when throwing straight forward or slightly downward while sprinting. For Han Solo, they've increased health regeneration from 150 to 200. And then for a community request, Han Solo's shoulder charge ability now staggers blocking enemies. That's good to see. Yeah, I actually got this used on me yesterday when I was playing. He definitely need. I mean, Han is actually pretty good. Yeah. You you get four headshots and the person's dead. Like, his DL-44 does so much damage. I'm also very glad that they have the staggering ability because as a range character, it's really good to be able to get closer in. Yeah, he really needs that. I mean, he's a pistol wielder that does good at long range. So he's all, already an, a kind of an odd character. Yeah. Now, they just only fixed an issue with Kylo Ren, but I, I think that they... It feels like they did more because his the reach for, I don't know if it's a glitch or something, but his his reach for his pull ability seems to be way longer than it was before. Because I've been like across the room at least 25 meters, maybe even more, and he's gotten me. That's just something I've noticed. I don't know if it's actually fact or if it's a bug or something like that, but his pull ability definitely feels different. 
For Lando Calrissian and Inversio, they have increased health regeneration from 150 to 200. I, I really wonder if they really cover all of the changes because Anakin just has this right here. Fixed an issue where Anakin Skywalker would express his distaste for sand when playing inside the capital ships on capital supremacy Geonosis. Like, I'd be very, I, I'm very confused if they didn't change anything other than that for Anakin. Because he's still so good, or? Yes. He's still, he's still higher caliber. They've done a really good job balancing him, but I still feel in Heroes versus Villains, particularly, he is of such a higher caliber he's really good but definitely noticed some some decrease of his power because he was charging um his his middle card ability almost max and i was bosk and i didn't get one shot yeah exactly so but still, if they didn't change anything if i'm if i'm saying about a character i didn't get one shot that's just how powerful he is yeah it's like it, wow i didn't die that, yeah wow i didn't die from one move he's so balanced no he's still really unbalanced yeah but getting better I and feel like they're never going to touch him really going further. I think they will. Because I, f- I feel like it's their favorite the character, the developers. And that's why he's so good. And He's he, definitely become a meme. Yeah. And then we're going on to the game mode and map changes. Heroes versus villains. Removed the targeting system from the game. Uh, the description of choose your path achievement slash trophy has been changed to defeat 50 enemies in heroes versus villains. It's actually a lot easier. <laughs> They've also fixed an issue where the countdown timer on the spawn screen would occasionally disappear before the time had run out. That's still a thing. Um, I've run into it a couple times. And then this, they apparently fixed as well, but I've seen it since the game, uh, since the update released. Fix an issue where changing heroes in the spawn screen would occasionally not be possible if the team was full. I'm still getting that glitch. Um, just the whole changing heroes is still broken. Yeah, it's really buggy. Sometimes it'll let you change. Just the whole UI is really messed up. Some yeah, I'll be trying to click the same character again, but then it like prompts me to get a random hero, and then I don't get my character I wanted. Exactly. So I've noticed if it does come to that, you have to pick a different character and then go back to the same character. Yeah, it's so really. So you like say you're playing Darth Vader, click boss real quick, press B really fast, and then go back to Darth Vader. It's not. It's not a good experience. Which leads us into heroes versus villains. Let's talk about the changes and some of the things that we've been noticing, some of the what we what we enjoy, what we don't enjoy about the new version of heroes versus villains. I think this is my favorite edition of uh, heroes versus villains so far. Same. I think second will be 2015 Battlefront, and then third being the previous system. Yeah, but I'm really enjoying it. It 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 feels more like a team game. And that's really weird saying that. It does. When, you know, the whole thing was a targeting system and You're supposed to protect the target, but that never actually happened. And eventually it just came into, oh, I'm the target. I'm going to run into this corner and try to... Because if you're not sticking with your team, you're going to get just steamrolled. Yeah, but overall, I really enjoy the changes made to heroes versus villains. Like... It, it feels faster paced. It definitely lends you to running around and trying to kill people. Like, if you weren't the target in the previous system, there wasn't really much you did except for attacking the other target. Like, there was no push to kill anybody but the other other objective target. Yeah, which really isn't... That's basically hero hunt, mm-hmm. if you really think about it. Not heroes versus villains. So I'm definitely a fan of this game mode. I mean, I wish... I mean, if you get there first, you're going to have your first choice of heroes and villains. I'm not sure. I don't think they can balance it, but 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you are a you know so and so main and that and someone's already taken that, they're going to stay on that the entire round. Yeah, because again, it's so hard to change heroes too. And I don't see how they can balance that. Maybe only let them uh, choose that character once every other life. Like they can only click it once, and if they die, they have to be someone else for a little bit. That could be something, but I don't. I don't know if that's something that they would really want to do. It's not going to change, I think. But for now, you know, just getting first dibs is the only way you're going to really get the cream of the crop. But I'm really a fan of the lesser played heroes and villains, so I'm not affected by it. Starting off, I, w- I want to go on to things that we like and things that we don't like. But let's start off with the positive. What What's something that you really enjoy about the new system? I, I like how I can um, respawn every time without really any ramifications of doing so. And I do like, you know, being rewarded for killing things. And you're doing objective by killing mm-hmm. other villains or heroes. It's just more rewarding that way, I feel. And and like I said before, it's more. it seems like it's more of a team-based game, which I actually really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to rally with your team. It's good to do different combinations. Yeah, and that's a lot of fun. I think my favorite aspect of it is that faster-paced feel. It it definitely has a flow to it. And even with 50 eliminations, you can definitely feel push to push to go after it. And even if you aren't good or lagging out because your internet sucks, <clears throat> me, but every person has a place in the game mode like there is no, oh, I'm not the target, so what am I really going to do in this game? There is no, I can I can really, really help out my teammate by going and helping them when they're getting attacked or trying to get everyone to come to one area so I can we can try and regroup and attack and just be more of a collective force. And it's kind of like the combination in a sense because combinations are really important in um, Hero Showdown, mm-hmm. like, you know, picking things that pair well. And this is you know the same core mechanics times two so really you know looking for support characters like having a bosk and then you have some damage wielders yeah it's just good to i really have fun trying to pick a team that works i still haven't gotten in a party with some of them some other people yet but i'm definitely i'm definitely looking forward to that the one-man army preston over there oh yeah i was thinking about like a full full set but yeah I, i i can see what you mean I, I played with a friend of the podcast and friend in real life, uh, Preston. Preston, man. Yeah. My this, gosh. Is this is this the same guy we were just talking about a minute ago? Yeah. Like literally like 15 seconds ago. Man. Same guy. Dang. Yeah. But playing with him. I didn't know he was a friend of the podcast before. Oh, yeah. Huh. Having someone that you can talk to and kind of really team up well with is awesome. It really lends you into that okay, we're a team, I'm going to help you out, I've got your back kind of thing. And it really makes me want to have a support, like a healing type hero. Like we don't really have a hero or a villain that's dedicated to healing. Well, there's Yoda. I mean, it's a temporary buff. I mean, there's instances like Finn has a temporary buff to everyone, but I just want someone that can, like Mercy and Overwatch, that can target one person and really buff them and help them out health-wise. I feel like, that would be a cool dynamic in Battlefront. And that's what this game mode leaves me wanting. Because this this whole dynamic of you know having a, a team that needs to work well together. I mean, it, it, it's opening some cool opportunities for them to do. I think that leads perfectly into some of the problems that we have with 
the new iteration. One, this really leaves the problems of hero combat in stark contrast to the rest of the game. Because you're really shining a light on the strengths and weaknesses and the imbalances and the balances of each hero and villain when you're playing against them. So I think that that definitely needs to be worked on. But that's a gradual thing that they've constantly been trying to get at. Um, balancing is hard. Balancing is very difficult, especially when you've got so many people to work with. It's totals, what, 16 heroes? I believe so. That sounds about right. Yeah, so you've got all these people to to balance. And you've got to kind of level out each one. And then there's Anakin. Who's Anakin? Another thing, and they said that they were going to work on this. They're looking into a fix. Right now, currently, and if you play the game mode, the map shows everyone wherever they are. Yeah, and, and I guess that's a so-so type thing. I, I feel like you should, because, you know, really, like I've, I've been saying this over and over, it's a team-based game. So you need, you need to know where your teammates are. And, yeah. you know, if you see, like, th- a clump of three people over there, I mean, you don't want to go over there. I mean, I guess there is a point of surprise that we are missing. Yeah, that's. I, I would much rather be able to run around and see, oh, oh, crap, just ran into a bunch of people. I think that would be more fun, and you really get that surprise aspect. And then as another team, you can sneak around, too. I mean, but, but like, the current thing they have warrants really quick gameplay because you know where the battles are going to be happening, and you really know where to pinpoint your kills. But then again, it also nullifies certain abilities that track people. Exactly. Like why so Boba would, Fett is his middle card is pointless. Ray. Some of Bosk, yeah, Ray, for example. I mean, just just yeah, play it safe and not have that. Yeah. Cause 'cause it just makes sense not to have that. Only show up on the map if you're shooting or emoting or something like that, where you're actually making noise or running, that kind of thing. But if you're just walking around not firing anything. I don't think you should show up on the map at all. Another thing that I really have a problem with are the spawns. The spawns, when you die, are all over the place. And there isn't really like... But is that's a real problem of Battlefront in general, is yeah. spawn points. Yeah, and this is no exception here. I it's, think just, it's, it's just really sporadic. There's no rhyme or reason to to what goes on. I just really feel like uh, I really feel a disconnect on the spawns, and particularly in this game mode. And really, it snowballs because if if you have a couple of people that died and and their team and is still intact, you have to re- regroup, and they're yeah. just picking you off one by one. So really, that's really important to be next to your team. Or maybe two of your teammates are getting tag teamed by the whole entire other team. You just died, respawned, and they're on the other opposite side of the map. And then by the time you get over there, those people died, and it's just a a repeat process. Yeah, a vicious cycle. So that's something that I I, I find needs a little work. It'd be cool if they had, we had fixed spawn points for both sides, and that never changed. So it was like the enemy base that could warrant Bond killing, though. Yeah. Which is, I guess, what they're trying to avoid by being it's uh, so sporadic. But, yeah. So, I don't know a solution for this. I'm, one could be that they have the ones, like you were saying, one spawn, one team spawns here. The yeah, team but then you'll have there. Lando and Finn camping with smoke bombs and aimbot. But what they could do... I guess they give you spawn protection for a bit. 
they could do that or what what they could do is if someone is spawn camping they switch your spawn and then we you know what would be cool would be you know command post spawning you could <laughs> choose your spawn point <laughs> true I don't know how that would be just a cool dynamic is choosing your spawn point. Yeah. Especially for these smaller game modes because it doesn't really have any, like the objective is to kill. It's not capturing a point. So it doesn't really have any consequences to doing so. So maybe it would be cool if you get a little mini map and have, you know, two or three spawn options. And, and you could, and you could, could show, show, it could show your, uh, your, um, your friends on the mini map, just not the enemies. I think that would be cool. Friend of the podcast, Daniel Schilling, also ha- also really enjoys Camino and the changes to heroes versus villains, but again, agrees that Anakin is still a beast. Friend of the podcast, Spartacus Inc., feedback on new heroes versus villains, great, really enjoying it, but in the end, it just becomes a free-for-all, plus the distance for the respawn is too far, and in this occasion, we came across an Anakin retribution glitch, but it was so satisfying to kill him. I think the free-for-all is the point of heroes versus villains. Uh, yeah, that, I guess that's a good point, because in in a sense you don't really want it to be a free for all, because it's still a you know a fairly team based game. But then again, whatever is getting the job done, really, as long as you're getting those kills, it doesn't really matter yeah. what means you are doing. I so. I enjoy the free for all aspect, but I mean that also I guess lends... that's a viable strategy if you're good at sneaking around and picking people off. You know, it's all about your play style and how that associates to the game. But the, but the goal is to kill everyone multiple times so that that lends I mean, itself to free-for-all very i well. mean nine out of ten times you know free-for-alling isn't the best way to go if the other team is you know teaming up exactly so it, it's kind of a mixed match balance depends on your team really like yeah you just really have to fill out the enemy team they're playing mostly lightsaber wielders you know you can really be more hands-on with them but if they're playing blaster wielders you have to you know be a little more cautious going around the map something friend of the podcast that we just mentioned, Daniel Schilling, also sent us an email. Uh, He says, hey guys, I hope you're both well. Just a quick note on the 1000 level up. It's the pointless thing since the book How to Learn French was translated into French. We need rewards for leveling up. Simple. Keep well. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work. I mean, yeah, that's that's a good point. And we were talking about that a little bit, but yeah, I mean, what's the point of putting a cap if there's no reward? Might as well just have no cap. Like, you could go up to a million if you put in the time. Yeah. What's the point of a cap if you have no, you know, tangible rewards for doing so? It's basically a, a status skin, thing. Be that credits every once in a while. I mean, yeah, I mean, you look cool if you're level 1,000, but really, what's that getting you? Mm-hmm. I'd rather look cool as a skin than be like, oh, that person killed me and they're level 1,000. Yeah, look, he's wearing, um, you know, Chancellor Palpatine skin. That means he's, you know, so-and-so rank, mm-hmm. you know? Something like that. Because otherwise, what's the point of me leveling up? I'm just going to play the game. And if I get, you know, high-leveled, whoop-de-doo, it doesn't really matter. Because when, when you kill someone, they don't know your level. It doesn't say you were killed by a level 500 Palpatine. It does now. Does it? Does yeah. now? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, we, if, like, I got killed by Kylo Ren, and he was level uh, 120 or something like that. Because I know before this, it was it just showed star cards, and if they were purple, I mean, they were a better player. Yeah, just because they it shows. just because they spent the time. I guess they're doing that now. But really, I mean, you could be a really bad 1,000 and just play a lot. Yeah, and then it's gonna be all like, you know, I kill a 1,000. I'm gonna taunt all over this guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I agree. There needs to be some tangible rewards I would, for I doing would, so. I would rather have tangible rewards. Uh, to some people, it is 
just being able to put in that time into a certain character and be able to see, oh, hey, look, but I'm really, level 1,000. How long is it going to take to get 1,000? I mean, depends on I, if know, you only I, know play people, I know people that are just getting to 40 on characters. And they've been playing the game a while and that character a while. So you just literally have to farm heroes versus villains eight hours a day, one character. I mean, I, I mean, it would be understandable if all your heroes had, you know, a level, you know, your heroes versus villains, like an overall level. But some people are going to be playing your character. How are you going to get an Anakin when literally every person in the world wants to be Anakin? <laughs> Good luck on that. That's just another dynamic you can't really anticipate because other people are going to want to be playing your character. Yeah. There's always another main of said hero. Yeah, I just, yeah, there needs to be rewards. What's the point? What's the point of adding a cap if there's not going to be rewards? Just don't add a cap if you're going to do that. <laughs> okay, so moving forward, uh, before we want, before we get into Camino on Capital Supremacy, a uh, friend of the podcast who we may just mentioned, uh, Spartacus Inc. at Redwood Original One, uh, has taken over as one of the hosts for Friday Night Battlefront. Definitely give him a follow. Friday Night Battlefront is a uh, really cool initiative for the fans. Every Friday, they get together, a bunch of streamers do, and then they um, play some weeks that they play like specifically Heroes vs. Villains. Then they do Starfighter Assault, Galactic Assault, Supremacy, all of that. It's a really cool initiative. Go check them out. Now, Camino on Capital Supremacy. It was one of the one of the it's the new map for Capital Supremacy. What are your thoughts on it? I mean it's another map. <laughs> I feel like all the larger game mode maps should be ported to Capital Supremacy just by default. They're you know, working just, towards it. I I know that, but I mean, when Galactic Assault came out, all those maps were already ready. And I do understand this is a new format, but I mean, it's a new map. You know, it's a good change of pace. Mm-hmm. Still the core mechanics of the game mode. So I, I, I still think my favorite is Geonosis. I think Geonosis is just my favorite map in Battlefront 2. So, I mean, you can't really beat that. I'm, I'm content with having just that. Okay. But I think Capital Supremacy on Geonosis is definitely my favorite. Camino feels oddly special too spread out for me. A lot of the times I have trouble getting to one capture point to the other or get locked into specific areas without being able to move forward. And I mean, half of the game mode is spent on a stock ship. You can't change the ship. It's Mm -hmm. going to be like that regardless. So, I mean, the map is going to be half the game mode and the other half is going to be on that ship. Yeah, I mean, obviously I do want to see some more maps, but I mean, I'm down with whatever. Yeah, but for for some reason, Geonosis doesn't really have that that spread out for me for some reason. Yeah, like, it, it I, definitely, I, really, I see what you're saying. It definitely seems more enclosed. Like it's it's not as big. I'm able to get to one capture point to the other very easily in Geonosis, while on Kashyyyk, Kashyyyk's a little bit better. But still on Kashyyyk, I get that feeling of uh, they're all on one side of the map, and they don't really lend well to capturing and getting to one point. Usually. Like in Geonosis, I'll spawn one area and I'm able to take a scope and be like, okay, I can go to that one and then this one. But with Camino, for some reason, it doesn't really feel that way for me. Yeah, I mean, the Geonosis map was strictly designed for the Capital Supremacy game mode. And this one they are porting over. And this over. one they're porting over from a larger game mode. I mean, a larger scale because there's a two-way part of this. Capital Supremacy is definitely a larger game mode than yeah, but Galactic, but Galactic Assault. Assault is 
strictly ground based. There's no other wave, so yeah. it's going to be seen bigger because there's multiple waves spanning across the map. And I just feel like, I mean, Camino's gigantic, even in Galactic Assault. Yeah. And the Geonosis a map for Capital Supremacy seems just like a glorified blast map, which works for the format. Yeah. I don't know if it's me personally, but I do feel that way. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Send us an email or on Twitter. I'd definitely be interested to see what your experiences with it are. I do. I am, I am really enjoying the new, fresher take on Capital Supremacy. I'm still really enjoying it. I'm glad that they added Camino. I think it's a really good map, and it definitely captures that prequel trilogy feel. Like I am really getting vibes of the original Battlefront 2 playing this game mode on Camino. It's... It's like a wave of nostalgia washes over me every time I play. I think that's about it for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWBpodcast, twitter.com slash SWBpodcast. You can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast, or on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. A free way that you can support us is by leaving a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd greatly appreciate that. Helps us out a ton and gets us your feedback and lets us know what you think of the show and lets other people know that uh, you enjoyed the show. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcasts, and also our Gmail is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. If you have thoughts, topic ideas, like uh, Daniel Schilling here, definitely send us an email or a tweet. Greatly appreciate it. I love hearing from you. Definitely getting your thoughts is something great about the show and the format. We can really uh, have a conversation. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. And may the force be with you. Uh-huh.